Good morning, welcome to Emma Audio. Just passed a herd of heifers who were very curious about the dogs. We're following along, and the dogs, having not spent all that much time around cows, well, the younger dog was a little nervous, the older dog was oblivious. <coughs> I just had a great conversation with my younger daughter about other people's choices and how important it is to make your own choices about things and and to try to be aware to the best of your ability of why people are making the choices they're making <clears throat> not just their stated reasons but their unstated reasons I am a big believer that everyone is driven by a, no, well, let me, I'm thinking this out on the fly. I don't believe that everything is simply a will to power, <clears throat> but I do believe that that desire for power or influence is an important driver. It's one of the many forces in the world that shape why we behave the way that we do. And I think we're better at seeing some examples of that than others. Sometimes power is wielded in such a way where it's pretty obvious that somebody wants power or is holding on to power. And other times people have learned to play a more subtle game where they mask their interest in power or influence in a more altruistic wrapping. And what I was telling my younger daughter is, it's not that everybody who believes the... It's not that everybody who believes a certain thing is doing so because they have a desire to power, but it is important when you think about why certain things are said to think about who benefits. There's a some famous Roman phrase uh, that in Latin is, you know, sounds cool, but essentially it means who benefits. And it's something that's used in, in the law to think about, um, well, Occam's razor, you know, who, the simplest explanation of events is often the one that is true. And we all understand that <clears throat> when people have power, they try to hold on to it. But there's another thing, which is that in the battle for ideas, you know, of, of what is true and what we should care about and, you know, who is right and who is morally right, whoever whoever rises to the top in that scrum has garnered tremendous influence from that, tremendous opportunities from that. And we would be fools not to recognize 
that that's part of the picture. Now, it's not necessarily all of the picture, but it's part of the picture. And so we need to be aware of that when we think about, well, what is actually true? Because someone telling you that something is so is not the best evidence, particularly if they have, um, oh, what's it called? There's some phrase for when somebody is, when they're, when they're compromised in a way where they have an ulterior motive to getting you to believe a thing, right? And an ulterior motive can be, you know, I own stock in that company, but an ulterior motive can also be, I have, I have found myself in a position of, of moral authority through getting the world to agree with me, and I don't want to give that up. I understand that. I think it happens on both sides of the spectrum, but it's such an important thing for us all to consider, especially in today's era of social media, where it's all about influence, right? We have a phrase now of influencers, the idea that, of course, there are people who, whose career is trying to shape your view. Now, I think in some ways that's a, it's a red herring because the, the power and influence that those influencers wield is relatively small compared to the power and influence and opportunities that flow to the people who Well, you know, I'm not sure I actually agree with that last statement. You can be a, um, you can be saying things whether or not you have a monetary reason to say it. You can be saying things whether or not you have a sort of personal reputation and, and influence reason to say it. You can be saying things the, the influence that you enjoy wielding can simply be the idea that you enjoy shaping what people think is important. And you didn't even have to set out to find it. I think that in many instances, people who have no interest in that sort of thing find themselves on the receiving end of it through historical shifts and then find it very tempting to continue down that path. And I understand that. I think it's, I think that is a, that is a tempting thing to do. At any rate, talking about this with my younger daughter has me thinking, you know, to what extent are all of us playing that game? To what extent are all of us interested in power or influence. Um, at whatever level we find ourselves at and how painful is it to find that power and influence waning. I think that's painful for everyone. And I don't really know what to do about that. Uh, 
except just to be honest with yourself about what some of your motives are. But I think as a society, we need to be good at asking ourselves who benefits. And then allowing that to shape our understanding of what is going on. Because from my perspective, it is, it's less about trying to figure out what is true, because the truth can mean many things to different people, right? Everyone has their own perspective, and those perspectives are all in some way true. So it really makes more sense, I think, uh, in basically every circumstance I can think of, to ask yourself what is going on and try to understand from as many different perspectives as possible why people are behaving the way they are, what their motives might be, both spoken and unspoken, conscious and unconscious, and, and to recognize that the number of people who believe a thing has no bearing on whether it's true or not. And that we need to seek out for ourselves disconfirming evidence of whatever it is we are most fondly believing so that we can more clearly see what is going on. I wish this strongly for my daughters, and, and I think that it's perhaps the most important skill at this age, at the sort of early teen stage, that I could want for them. Because I think so many other things flow from that ability, right? A, a, an ability to think critically, an ability to understand other people's motives, an ability to think historically, an ability to think about yourself and be self-reflective in a way that is healthy. I think all of that stems from, I think all of that stems from this ability to seek out a view of reality that is that is based in an understanding of why people might be doing and saying the things that they are. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.